0: You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. I didn't start it yet, Kevin. Now I've started it. Now you can say that intro.
1: Oh, okay. So now you'll start the recording, and then we'll jump in with both ass cheeks. Ooh. Squishy. Squishy, squishy bits.
0: Oh, and I'm thinking like a hot summer day, all humid, the little sweat mark that goes... Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you know, you know what? We're back, Kevin. We're we're traumatizing people. That's if anyone even listens to us anymore.
1: Well, you know, I I think we we've traumatized as far as we're going to get. I think now it's just people that are, might be a little sadomasochistic that are still listening.
0: Oh well, that's all right. They're, I mean, they're sick enough anyway. So uh, you know, they they can listen. So what? What we're up to episode one hundred and thirty? We're going to do yes. a, a, a geek gift guide this week and talk about that. But one thing I want to get to just quickly before we talk about the gifts that we want to get for Christmas, because obviously that's why we're talking the gift guide. There's no other
1: reason. Yeah, yes, but I do have to mention one other thing before we do that, is that if we're going to be gross, there's a video that I posted in my Twitter feed that I really want everybody to go take a look at. They, It's a video of them dissecting a whale that died of natural causes, and they hit a gas pocket, and the whale explodes.
0: Ooh.
1: And guts and blood shoot out everywhere. Ooh.
0: <laughs> That's just disgusting. Ah, yeah, yuck anyway
1: you're, you're gonna go you're gonna go watch it though aren't you
0: yes i am later on you know there, there was a reason why i stopped reading everyone's twitter feed and it's it's to avoid crap like that <laughs> or more more like it it was to avoid the the honey boo boo does not wheel of fortune uh, uh,
1: uh it was uh um uh, family feud family feud i jeez
0: I, I tell you you guys are sick in the head
1: sick in the head well, you know what's funny is when they were on Family Feud, as the the topics that they discussed, I went, "Oh my gosh, they're going to blow this this other group away." And you know what? They didn't disappoint. They lost their ass. Off. <laughs> they could they didn't beat because they they were talking about name something that you should not pick at or that your parents not be You know. Well, the, it was nose, actually this your is butt. fun. Oh,
0: we, we could do we could so do this for the show.
1: I mean, it was all this kind of... And, and they were missing it. They were missing it all over the place. And the only part that made me feel bad for them... They were doing it for charity. It wasn't, you know... Neither family was going to win the money. Uh, one was the Honey Boo Boo's, and the other one was uh, from the show Cake Boss, which is and, so, and, so I they can't just say. the
0: Boo Boo's, not the Honey Boo Boo's.
1: Yeah, it was the Honey Boo Boo's.
0: <laughs> no, but they're the boo boos. they look like yeah. boo boos to even burn the face of the earth.
1: But the uh, the the only part that bothered me was, and just because she's a small child, is when they didn't win, and she was so excited to play. It, the poor little thing lost, uh, started crying, and I did feel see, sorry for see,
0: her. See, Kevin, this is what I call child abuse. It's it's child abuse all over again.
1: Okay, we won't go down the child abuse path again. Yes, we will.
0: Yes, we will. But on on another show... Anyway, I've got to talk about what I need to talk about.
1: I know, I was just delaying (sighs) it just to see how long I could irritate you.
0: (laughs) Well done, well done. Now, you know what I've decided, and and people who follow my stuff would realize that I haven't released an episode of Not Another Mac Podcast in two weeks, maybe three, and that before it was getting all over... It was just all over the place. And uh, I, I just want to hit on something that every podcaster does or most do, and something that we need to sort of, I guess, stop. Unless you're actually making money from it, then you really need to do this. But the editing process. So you know, we spend an hour to an hour and a half recording. You know, there's you know, in, in the first half an hour of the the call that me and Kevin have, we talk nice to each other like normal human beings. And then wait, we wait a on, minute!
1: Wait a minute! I resent being called normal. Just so everybody knows.
0: All right, he's abnormal. I'm I'm normal. So I thank you. Appreciate that. Crazy, crazy man. See, see, it's, it's happening already. But before the show, we don't go on with this Tom Fuller. It, it's all how you been, mate? How you going, buddy? Old pal, you know. It, it's all you know. And then now he's flipping me the bird. Thank God he can't see my video this week because Skype's been a bitch. And, uh, and and cutting us out. Stop picking your nose, Kevin. Listen, I'm trying to talk here. The listeners need to know what's going on, man. Oh, so, I'm just sitting here listening to you conversate. I know what. I, I should just turn off his video, shouldn't I, listeners? I should just go boom and turn his video off. Then I won't be influenced by his bad behavior. Anyway, what we're <laughs> going to do, or what I'm going to do, so that I can get back on track with podcasting, to not only get back on track with Geeky's show ever, get back on track with another Mac podcast is I'm not going to edit the shows anymore. I sort of came up with this brainwave or brain fart. If you will, Kevin, Kevin, don't yawn. I'm I'm, I'm not putting you to sleep. We'll get to
1: the good bits shortly. Okay. I'm sorry. Is there somebody there?
0: Probably not. Not now. (laughs) Not, not seeing you fell asleep. I mean, Gaz, Gaz falls asleep every time he hears, hears my subtle tones.
1: I don't think it's that, but anyway, go ahead.
0: Nice. You're not so edit. I put everyone to sleep. <laughs>
1: Jeez.
0: No. So anyway, the, in in all seriousness, what I've decided to do is I've decided not to edit the Kevin. I said all seriousness. Yeah. That, that means you stop pulling faces. My God. Why do I <laughs> see? I I gotta edit this now. Stop doing that. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> You don't have to edit. I'm not going to edit. That's right. The the listeners are going to get us in the raw. Butt naked, man. No, no, you don't have to get naked. It's an audio show only, Kevin. Kevin, put your top back on.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. So yes, right, I, so you were saying something. I don't know what I, the hell it was. I
0: was I was saying something, but nobody cares, do you, listeners? You don't care either that you know I, I'm I'm overworked and underpaid, and that I'm not going to edit anymore. I'm just going to pump out everything live as it is, even if we make a major faux pas, uh, even if we sound like idiots and morons, and we probably do anyway. So you know, no difference than normal. But it, it just comes down to it. It takes an hour to record at least. If we get on a rant, it goes a little bit longer. If I get on a rant, I should say. And uh, yeah, Kevin, stop rolling your eyes. Uh, but then it takes an, an equal hour again to listen back to it. And I just don't have the spare time. That's why my podcasting has been suffering quite severely recently. And I want to get back on track. I like it. I enjoy talking to interesting people, Kevin not included, um, about you know what, what's happening in my life in my tech life in my geek life and you know i've I've got to get back to it because it's driving me nuts that i i'm not in there enough but then if i go and have to do the editing eh, it just doesn't work out and even if kevin helps me out with the editing which he's been kind enough to do or do things like leave the show notes out so i I still got to go through and do some some work there so and plus in, in all honesty kevin's equally as busy if not more so than i am at at this point in time with work as well. So we're getting... You're, you're getting it raw. See, I, I'm just rambling on non-stop because Kevin's <laughs> not stopping me. And normally we'd cut this out right about now. Here. But but we're but not yeah. going to. We're going to keep talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and
1: talking and but talking. But see, it, 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 a little bit more seriousness, and I can be serious because I can't see your face, and uh, which is... You know, pluses and minuses. Anyway, we have, uh, <laughs> when I do the edits, I actually, you, you're you much more, I, I don't know a better way to say it, you're more anal about your edits than I am. I kind of do the, and I know I made that big mistake with not combining it down to mono, and please, listeners, forgive me for that. I am so sorry. Um, but what I did was I kind of found the beginning and the end of the show, because there is cruft at both, on both sides of the recording cuz I record everything. You know, Mark doesn't hit the record button until I start until we start talking about squishy ass cheeks or something. But I Well, you've got to get that and, in. Yeah. So, but I you know, I start I'll trim a little bit from the beginning, you know, then I'll uh uh trim a little bit from the end and then that's all I do and then mix it to mono and I'm done. Then Mark does uh Mark does the uh compression of it uh for me. The, the, the time I spend is listening back to it, and just a little bit of transparency behind the curtains, is I listen back when I'm doing the show notes, I will listen back to the show, and I make notes as I go through. It's kind of like creating a document or creating an article, whatever you want to say, where you just kind of throw everything out there, and then you go back and cull that down to really what's the... Uh, Most significant things, because remember the first time I did the show notes a few months ago, completely on my own, uh, I had a long, long list of stuff, Mm -hmm. and I didn't cull it down. Well, see, I switched. I started creating that. I still create that long list like you saw. Yep. But then I just cull it down to about six or eight highlights, you know, and that's what we put in the show notes. So your workflow is different than mine, too, but I think in the end it takes the same amount of time, whether I edit or you edit.
0: Yeah. Borderline it does. And so what I'm doing now is I'm creating the show notes as we go. And then all I've got to do at the end of this is compress the audio, slap the album artwork on it and save the files to Dropbox, do the XML and then email Tim and he can do the rest. And it's literally done. it'll be out today, Kevin. Well, tonight. So... You know what? Our friends in the UK will have it today, as well as Australia hot, and
1: New Zealand. They'll have a hot steamer first thing in the morning. A
0: warm and mushy.
1: It'll be hot and steamy pile of podcast waiting for
0: you. Nice, as long as it's not stinky.
1: Uh, you know, just depend. Oh, talk about stinky! Oh, jeez, why did I go there? I saw this stuff, and I think I tweeted, yeah, I did tweet it out. This product, I thought it was a joke at first, but it's really a product. And, and since we're going to be talking about gifts, I don't know that this is not something I would want. Definitely. I'm thinking of sending it to Gretel, though, just to help her out. It's something called Poo-Pourri. It's this stuff that you spray before you go to the bathroom. You spray it in the toilet, and it creates like a layer of film so then, when you poop, it goes down and goes through it, but doesn't let the smell come back up out. Oh my God. It's really a product, too. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs>
0: that's that's kind of cool, I must admit, because, you know, sometimes those bathroom sessions, whew, you know, I got a heavy duty fan in my bathroom, but it's got to come up and pass the head first before it can get to the fan.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, but I, I you know, I thought, this is just an, it, you know, I've heard, I've, there was an article on Lifehacker one time about how to reduce the splashback.
0: Oh, isn't it awful when the poop goes down and then it splashes up your bum and, oh, jeez.
1: I hate oh, that. There we went inside baseball, so to speak.
0: Oh, look, I, I absolutely hate it because it, 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 it wets your whole undercarriage.
1: Your undercarriage, that's a term I haven't heard used for a while.
0: Well, I, I, I'm referring to the... the you know, undercarriage part of the groin section without being I... too explicit? No, no. I got where you were going. Uh, hey, to... I I, I could have said it wets me hairy balls, but, you know. Well, I'm glad you stayed away from your balls. I, I don't stay away from them. I just don't like them getting wet
1: with the splashback. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me, listeners.
0: Shit. They really threw up. <laughs> I made it happen! Yay me! Yay me! Anyway, uh, so uh, interesting gift though, for for someone it, it, who does have a stinky ass.
1: Yeah, it's uh, well. I don't think it solves the butt problem. It does solve the, the other problem, but it's, I, it. I
0: wonder it, if you could spray it on someone's ass. Before, no, no If they have a lot of flatulence, you see.
1: No, it would because the concept is is it creates a impervious barrier but on the water. It, it would just run off of anything else. It's kind of like... Yeah, the, but if you you're know, hot I, and
0: sweaty and your butt cracks all watery and everything, and you already had splash back, you'd just spray it and then it would
1: stop the seepage. Uh, well, I tell you what. I will get some. I will send it to you. You, can, you, can, you try it for me, Kevin. You, you tell
0: yeah. me if it works you got to no, test no, no. this stuff. You can't come onto a show like Geeky Show ever and proclaim that there's this wonderful thing and not have tried it.
1: Uh, because I'm not going to take the time to hose down the toilet before I use it. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't even like hosing it down after I use it. So there you go.
1: Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I just, you know, when we were talking about products and we were talking about the bad smells and all that. I thought, you know, I'd bring it up. There is actually a video, a couple video reviews, and there's a commercial or two. Uh, I think the commercial is also on YouTube, but there are videos on uh, video reviews on on YouTube of people that tested the product and how much they liked it.
0: Boy, I would love to be in that review. Not.
1: <laughs> I, I was sitting there going, "What the hell?" And it, it you know, it you was know, just. Uh, r-
0: it's this kind of thing that i i sort of believe and have for a long time that if someone can think it someone can do it and and that's just sort of the the way that my mind thinks is that if it can be thought it can be done or it has been done so uh yeah just really really weird but anyway let's get on to the better gift geek gift gods Jeez, that's a ton twister gggs the the, the three g's no, we can't do that. That's the three geeky ladies, you see.
1: No, they're not the three Gs. They're the three geeky ladies. That would be 3GL. Yeah,
0: but the three Gs sound like the BGs, only with three. And there was three BGs.
1: Well, you look a little bit like Barry Gibbs, so I mean, you know. You know,
0: that that's a compliment, and I'll take that compliment. The only problem is he's richer than I am. Significantly so.
1: Is he the one that's still
0: alive? Yes. Which one died? Oh. Oh, yeah, put me on the spot. See, this should be an edit point, and I should come and, and do my little research. I honestly can't remember. Was it Andy? I have a feeling it was. But I, I, I don't want to say for sure, because I, I can't recall. And it, it's a shame that I don't know, because I'm actually a fan of their music. So, uh, shame on me. Shame on me, Kevin. For shame absolutely shocking i um have you you, you've still got a bundle of of uh vinyl don't you
1: yes i actually do and
0: i I shouldn't say still have because vinyl's going through through a resurgence and it's coming back better quality vinyl but what i was looking up yesterday i was looking up a couple of things and uh i'll get into the the cat djs in a minute but more importantly uh there's these little cars like Volkswagen cars that you can put a nine volt battery in it's got a little speaker on top and it's got a little needle and you literally place it on the LP turn it on and it spins around and it plays the music through the little speaker on top of the unit
1: interesting I've seen something similar to that not not
0: I mean, they'll, like they'll, they'll 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 kill any vinyl that you've got. You know, they're they're not to be used on vinyl that you actually want to keep, but they're just a cool little geek gift thing, because it, it's just so cool. I mean, you put a battery in it; it drives around the record, it plays the sound. It's it's awesome.
1: That is cool. where do you, where did you see that? YouTube. YouTube. And, and, oh, okay. See,
0: th- this is the problem. Yesterday, when I should have actually been working, uh, I kind of spent like three to four hours on YouTube looking up stuff like that, including cat DJs. That You know, idiots were letting their cats jump on their record players and, and actually do a little bit of DJing. And uh, just so wow. cute. Look-, look up cat DJs on YouTube. So many videos, so much fun. You'll just laugh yourself into hysterics. It's absolutely funny. It's, uh, but how people can, can allow cats to do that to a record, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand why people damage anything. I look at... The, the PlayStation 4 was launched. And, uh, you know, the, the first thing I see on... I think it was Engadget or Kotaku. One of the two. Probably Kotaku, actually. Because that's the game inside of, of that whole mob. Where, where someone took a rifle... And shot through the PlayStation 4. I mean, seriously. Ugh. What dumbass does that shit? I, I, yeah. I, I can't understand. Some people, they drop their iPhones just
1: to put it on YouTube.
0: Really? Are you fucking okay in the head? Because that's fucked
1: up. Well, I remember when the iPad first came out, you know, four years, three years ago now. People taking them. I remember seeing a video of these kids that looked to be in their late teens. Going into a Best Buy, they were coming out, they had bought a brand new iPad, they ripped it open, then they tossed it in the air and were beating it with a baseball bat. Yeah, that's
0: that's just stupid. Someone needs to beat them with a baseball bat.
1: I I I, I mean, you know, taking old equipment and being going all, as I like to call, office space on it, different Not story. Not too bad. Yeah. But, but the new stuff...
0: Brand new, out of the box, you know, it, it's like not a speck of dust on it, and just destroying it for the sake of it. You know, feel sorry for the the little you know Chinese dude that had to put that thing together for a dollar a day. It, you know, it's it sucks.
1: Or what about the person that maybe couldn't get that gadget well, because yeah. it was sold out, and they really want it and want to use it?
0: Definitely, like the PlayStation Four, that's pretty much sold out worldwide. I, I think anyway. Uh, we've sold the, in Australia, we've sold the first two batches of the PlayStation 4, and now we're waiting on the January batch to come in. And, um, you know, just to see people destroy stuff like that, when I know that there's a lot of people locally who want the product. And then there's other people who are, I don't know, I I don't, they are leeches in a way, but they're also... I don't know how I'd be with this either, but there's some people who bought it, you know, and then they are putting it on eBay, selling it for twice the price because people don't want to have to wait until January or they're trying to get it for a Christmas gift or something. And it's like, that's just, it's sleazy. I mean, look, I suppose it comes down to if someone's stupid enough to buy it, then so be it. But it just doesn't sit right with me.
1: Oh, I know. I've I've known people in the past. I knew one young man, that wanted, this has been probably 13, maybe 15 years ago, wanted a particular model of a new Honda car, and I can't even remember what it was now. He actually was willing. He There was no dealer within about 200, maybe 300 miles of this area that had one. He found a dealer... Uh, down in either South Carolina or Georgia if memory serves me so we're talking you know somewhere between say 600 to maybe almost a thousand miles away he paid an extra $2,000 for the car then paid to have it shipped here because he wouldn't wait until they could get a car in at one of the local Honda dealers
0: and how long would it have taken to get a local one to get one in though? That that's the the big
1: question. Oh, it probably would have taken. It was a very popular model of the car. Again, I cannot remember what it was because I'm not a Honda aficionado. Um, it probably, I think, at that time was a anywhere from a two to maybe as much as six month wait, but still, still well, an extra two more. grand, two grand on top of the sticker price. Which the sticker price, at least here in the United States, I don't know about worldwide, is never what anybody pays for a car. If they mm-hmm. do, they're suckers.
0: Yep. I'm here.
1: But okay, so he paid two thousand on top of the sticker, and then I'm sure it probably cost. I would guess somewhere between five hundred to maybe as much as a thousand dollars to have the car shipped up here. That's
0: insane.
1: So you know already, you've got twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars. Over what the car sells for, That's but yet nuts. you've got the car. Like, really? That makes
0: you know. Oh, then, you it's still, not a Maserati. It's a damn Honda.
1: I, well, I got bad news. There is no car, <laughs> brand new car, on the face of the planet that I'm going to pay more than sticker for to get it. Yep. I'm sorry. Now you start talking classic cars. Hey, they're, they're selling for, you know, 50 times what they sold for brand new. So, I mean, cause you know, the time difference and the fact that the car's, you know, now 30 or 40 years old. So a whole different story. I don't know how much classic cars are kept in Australia. Oh,
0: um, quite, quite big. We have quite a big classic car following out here. We, I yeah. mean, th- th- this country basically, um, you know, we're addicted to our, our motor vehicles, our cars,
1: um, So are we.
0: It's just one of those things that we, as Australians, we love cars. We love getting in them, love driving places in them. And in many respects, we probably have too many cars because we've got gridlock seven days a week.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, depending on where you live around here, it's the same thing. It's gridlock here seven days a week too. But fortunately where I live, it does tend to break up. I'm a little farther, far enough out of the city that it, uh, breaks up out here, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I love old cars and stuff like that. The, I remember the muscle, the American muscle cars from the '60s and the '70s is really my big thing, from when I was a teenager. So that's what I think about. Huh. So, but anyway, go back to what we were talking about—the geek gift guide. I think we ought to go back. <laughs> We've shot all around this thing now. I would do that.
0: See, I told you we'd just win it today, and and uh, we're we're doing it well.
1: We are. We are winging it very well. We're doing it We're
0: on it, a win it or, or win
1: it. Yeah, a little bit from A, a little bit from B.
0: <laughs> so, what else have you got in your geek gift guide? Because I, I kind of went PlayStation. So I, I suppose let's just finish that. So, PlayStation Four and and Xbox uh, One. You know what? I don't want either one of them. I had a look at them. I was tempted because there's and there's not really that many good games, but there's um one quite good game on xbox or i shouldn't say good game it's one that i want which is uh rise son of rome and um it just yeah it's just the historical value i just like that style of game whether or not it sucks i don't care it's just i like that style of game but there's a couple of reasons why i won't touch the playstation 4 uh, number one and primarily, well, I won't touch either of them because there's no backwards compatibility with PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360 games.
1: Yeah, that, yeah that's true.
0: That is pure insanity. That's just absolutely stupid because the, the launch lineup is pathetic, like it always is with every single console. It's going to take six months to a year for the really top-notch titles to come in. And then it's going to take two years before the killer titles come in that make you believe that this system is truly next generation. Uh, And so, you know, there's a lot of games, a lot of great games that you can still buy. You know, the the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, they're not dead yet. They're still releasing new games for them. They're still selling brand new consoles. Uh, So the fact that it's not backwards compatible, that's just a dumbass move. Now, on Sony's side... Uh, and that's the only reason why I wouldn't touch an Xbox on Sony's side, they decided to be smart by having their own music service, kind of like an iTunes kind of thing, movies and music service, uh, you know, where you could just download stuff, purchase stuff online, subscribe and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. Some people use it. Some people won't. But the dumbest thing, they took out the ability to play not only MP3 files back from USB, so you can't just plug a USB drive in with music in and play it, and you can't put a regular CD that you bought in the shop into the PlayStation 4 and play music.
1: That sucks.
0: That's stupid. It's, I mean, that's the basic elementary technology, and they're just not doing it. Sure, DVD and Blu-ray is there, But they they decided to do that. See, Sony's got their heads so far up their own ass. Sony needs to quit now. And, uh, you know, I've been a Sony user for many years. I've got many Sony products. Um, You know, they were a good company, let me put it that way. But they go for proprietary things. Like, they go with the the PlayStation Portable, the, the Vita. They go for proprietary cartridges, proprietary memory sticks... You know, all that kind of thing that, you know, limits competition and so forth. But the problem is, then, their stuff fails. It's like Mini disc was, in my opinion, of better quality than CD is. It failed. It failed because Sony did not open up the license. They did not expand it. it mm-hmm. There were very tight restrictions on it. And... You know, no one's no they, they don't learn from their mistakes. They they constantly lock out things or limit things. And then they're saying now, oh well guess what? We'll we'll issue a firmware update and bring it back in and it's like you're kidding, you've been working on this console for at least six years and you can just at the flick of a switch put the functionality back in. That's just absolutely dumb. At the it, it just, it really pisses me off. I hope that they fail as a result of that.
1: Well, you know, it's funny you talk about Sony. I just bought a new piece of Sony equipment uh, Sunday.
0: I've got one coming for Christmas, so yay! <laughs> well,
1: this was actually turned out, I ended up having to give my wife a slightly early Christmas present. Our um, stereo that we bought, component system uh, that we bought back in 1994, uh, the the amplifier, receiver, Died in it. Mm -hmm. And it took the tape deck with it. uh, All all, uh, the cassette deck. So it took all that with it. So I had to go out and look. And I had, fortunately, because of the Black Friday weekend sales and everything, went to my local Best Buy, found a 150-watt Sony AV receiver. Don't need the audio or don't need the video portion of it. Mm -hmm. Just needed the audio with a tuner and everything built into it. For a hundred dollars. Wow, nice. Really nice. And then I just took our C D player, which still works, and it's a six disc changer. Plugged the two together, put it back in the same cabinet, the same speakers and everything. Works great. I did manage to, and I can show Mark. He can't I can't see his reaction. See that big old black Ooh, dot on my
0: hand? Ah,
1: that, I went to pick up the old system and there was a screw sticking out of the bottom and it ripped my hand open.
0: Oh that one's nasty.
1: Yeah, that's so uh, that doesn't hurt now. I I put it away. I went, what's the why's this? Why's my hand got warm stuff running down it? And then I went, oh, that's why. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so I had to buy a piece of Sony equipment, and I literally only bought it though because I was going to buy Pioneer, which is what I had before, which is what the CD changer. Uh, I is. I
0: never buy Pioneer, honestly. The oh. biggest heap of crap. Maybe not years ago, but recently. They're the biggest really? heap of crap I've ever come across in my life. Just badly, badly, badly manufactured. Um, I I had an, an issue when I was buying a Blu-ray drive. Yeah. Got two units from the same store. Okay, same batch. Totally destroyed, totally fucked. You took them out and they had dents in them and everything from manufacturing. Anyway. So- oh, wow. Took them back and 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 I had a bad experience because the guys looked at the second one, they they go, What did you do to it? And I was like, Fuck you, man, I didn't do anything. This is how it fucking turned up. Anyway, I decided to go to another store, you know, other end of town, to to get the model that I wanted. And the reason why I wanted this particular model is it was region-free, so it would allow me to buy DVDs and Blu-rays from the US and and play them locally. Um which is, you know, pretty cool. I actually like that ability. Uh, but anyway, so I got the third one. Same fucking problem. So I just went, oh, screw this. I'm, I'm not touching Pioneer again. I don't want to know about it. And uh, so, yeah, Pioneer maybe years ago was good. These days, they're manufacturing. I've got to tell you, the the box it came in, Kevin, I was disgusted. Um, it just, there was no protection for the remote control. And th- th- oh, wow. And, and, and the remote control on the batteries were just bouncing around in the damn box. Wow. Yeah, on on all of them. Every single one I opened. And it just... It wasn't... It, it wasn't seated firmly or anything in the box. It was just... It was really loose. It was just a bad experience. So what I ended up doing... I didn't... I, I got a Blu-ray player. But I ended up going with the Sony one. Um, And the Sony one, absolutely perfect. What I expect... Tightly fit, tightly packed, securely packed. Perfect. But uh, no, Pioneer can can go suck a lemon.
1: Yeah, my the AV receiver that I got out of the box was really well packed. Gorgeous sound. I like it. It looks good. The funny thing is now, of course, equipment has gotten smaller in the last 20 years. So (laughs) the cabinet I added in where everything filled the, the cabinet. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> There's like Now I've got room to probably stick in, if I want to go get a new tape deck and a turntable, uh, another CD player, I could probably get it all in the same cabinet again now.
0: Yeah, good luck getting a new tape deck. That's going to be a, a challenging one, actually. I've been looking at, at tape decks myself, and um, all I've been able to find, other than a Pioneer one, uh, which I won't touch, <laughs> have I said that enough, um, yeah. is... Uh, Sony does have still a, a little boom box... Um, with a, a cassette deck in it. And that's like the only one I've been able to find. Philips used to have a boom box with a cassette deck in it. They don't do that anymore. So it's getting really hard for, for tape lovers to actually... Um, without going second hand to actually... Uh, replace their tape decks. Which is a shame because... You know, tapes are cool. It's just one of those... Listening experiences—that's just enjoyable.
1: Well, you know, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Yamaha. Yeah, I think it was Yamaha. Had the, I saw a tape deck that Yamaha still makes, it was reasonably priced.
0: Oh, I have to look at that one.
1: Yeah, because um, I've still got
0: a, quite a few tapes, and I um, and the tapes I've got the really the albums that I really really want, if that makes sense. So, actually. I haven't had a, a working tape deck for about uh, probably about 18 months now, and I look at all these tapes, and it's like oh, I want to play you. So, it's um, it's something that I've I've got to replace.
1: Well, you know the um, I still have the I got it a couple years ago for Christmas. Um, I got the it's a turntable, cassette deck, CD player, and everything that'll let you record. It's got an AM, FM stereo radio and stuff in it that'll let you record direct to CD, which would let me like digitize my albums.
0: You know, I've done that before. Um, not, I, I haven't done vinyl that way. I've done tape that way. And Uh uh, there's two issues. Number one, it actually sounds okay. You do get that, that sort of, you you do sort of get the, I want to say muffled sound that the tape has. Um, where it is that analog sound, even though it's digital, you do kind of get that feeling that... If you listen to an MP3, then you listen to the, the tape copy, you know the difference. You can hear the difference in there. Oh, yeah. Um, even once it's digitized. So, the digitization doesn't change the way the original sounded, which is kind of cool. It's a nostalgic thing. But if you use iTunes much like I do, and I know you wouldn't with your small music collection, uh, <laughs> but with mine iTunes Match, you know what? I've got a love hate relationship with iTunes Match. Now, if it matches an album, perfect. It streams down as if I've bought it just as quickly. If I take, say, the the recorded tape version of an album that I've got, say, if I had ACDC's Back in Black and I had the tape version that I digitized, um. Actually, it's a shame I can't show you the video because I've got the collector's edition sitting right on my desk here. So I'll have to do that another time. Uh, But if I took the tape version, uploaded it to iTunes Match, obviously it's not going to match with with iTunes in the cloud and iTunes Match. So then when I go back to play it, I have to download it and it takes about 1.5 times longer than the playback time to download it. It won't stream. It just, it's slow as hell. And this happens for me on... That's just one example of a tape. But it even happens on CDs that it won't... That that it hasn't matched because it's not available on iTunes. And even just a three-minute track it'll it'll stutter it'll stop and start stop and start it's like remember back in the days when you'd have a pseudo walkman and yes i still have a pseudo walkman i've got one coming for christmas and i am really really fucking happy and everyone can go suck a lemon Um, nice (laughs) (laughs) um But remember when you'd shake them before they had the the digital uh, memory chip in them that could actually store 30 seconds or a minute worth of of music unskipped? Well, you could actually skip them and make them skip it. And this is the experience that I get from iTunes much sometimes, where it's streaming down and then it's... uh, 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 You know, and it just, it really irritates me. But as soon as I hit the download button and it downloads... Not a problem, it's fine But still, it takes about 1.5 times longer I swear for the stuff that isn't matched with iTunes They must put on a a completely separate server And a really slow one Because it seriously sucks balls
1: It's a Windows 2000 server box
0: Uh, More like a Windows 95
1: It wasn't a Windows 95 server
0: Well, you know, you could
1: build one No, you'd build a Windows NT server in that time era.
0: Yes, but you could actually use additional software. You know, remember the crappy software where you could turn a standard build, a home build of Windows into a server?
1: Uh, vaguely. Very vaguely.
0: Yeah, it was crappy software. It fell over all the time. It wasn't secure. It, It just allowed you to create a server client.
1: Yeah, no, I... But, so yeah, yes, I, you
0: you are correct, and I I'm incorrect, but I'm still, yeah. That that's the only about the only time when he catches me out, is on something where he he had to work on that stuff years ago. Listeners, see, I used Windows NT four. I, I must say, Windows NT four was a damn good operating
1: system. Uh, dude, I used Windows NT three five one.
0: Bravo. Anyway. <laughs> NT NT four was really good. It
1: was a solid operating system. Oh yeah, Windows two thousand rocked. No, I loved that.
0: I I I didn't like that one. I I skipped. Would play skipped, games. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, I, I wasn't into gaming at that point, so I I, I, I you
0: know. skipped I skipped it and waited for XP. Yeah,
1: I stayed on Windows two thousand as long as I could because it was just solid as a rock, and I wasn't playing any PC games, so it didn't make a hill of beans to me. Mm-hmm. So.
0: So anyway, now there. that I now that I've ranted and totally thrown us off what we were talking about, back to gift geek guides or, uh, gift
1: geek, geek. geek.
0: My God, okay. I'm, I'm thinking geek gab
1: gift guides. Geek gift what guide? Say oh, that, it with me slowly, Say it slowly.
0: You know what? I'm getting confused. The 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 Mac Geek Gab. That's what I'm, I'm getting confused with. With what um, those guys do across there. I'm getting the name all mixed up. You see, so I don't know well, why. Well, first
1: first of all, let's not confuse the professionalism that John and Dave bring to their to podcasting that we don't. So let's not get that confused, please. I I think that's pretty clear. Okay, good. I just want to make sure nobody's confusing with Listeners can't see this, but I'm holding one hand up here. This is John and Dave and the quality and the long term that Let, they've let's been let's just put the next it this
0: show. way. They just never get splashed back.
1: This is true. Well, you know, not that you hear in the show anyway. <laughs> not that you. So the some of the other things, though, that uh, we've talked about audio equipment and video equipment. What uh, Video equipment, one of the things that I'm looking forward to or I'm asking for, don't really have any high hopes of getting, I did ask for a large screen television finally. Ooh, nice. I want a 46-inch or larger wow nice hd tv so because i've got a fairly big room my office slash family room slash theater room slash everything else slash this slash that room um it's is a fair size it's about uh 22 feet long by like 16 feet wide so it's a pretty good size room so uh that's i want i've asked for that really that's probably the biggest thing i think i asked for that and uh macbook air which i know there's no way in hell i'll get that um chance i might get an ipad mini though so we'll see about that interesting yeah well i want at least a 64 128
0: gig if i'm gonna get one yeah you know i Look, I I went with the 16 gig iPhone 5S again, um, based on price, because as you know, I've got to pay them outright. So I've got to, well, I don't have to, but I choose to buy them outright. And so, you know, it cost me $867. Um, but, I, you know, I rely on iTunes Match. Whereas if I didn't have iTunes Match that ability, then I'd definitely have to go for 64, and even 64 wouldn't house my music library. So. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really disappointed actually in a way that, that the, the iPod classic isn't getting any love. I want to see Bluetooth put into that sucker. I'll buy one if, if it gets Bluetooth.
1: I still use my iPod classic every day. I use it every day. It's what's stuck into my, uh, clock radio upstairs. And I listened to this particular podcast, and the podcast is—it's a podcast that I've been listening to for a long time, and I really enjoy listening which to one? it as I go to sleep. And it's, which one? That and that's the one I listened to. Damn, so,
0: he melted, and I couldn't make it out. <laughs> we need a video riff. video playback.
1: <laughs> Not happening, Woody Woodpecker. Anyway. Oh. I'm it's gonna, I'm gonna
0: get that out of you one day. You're gonna tell me, and uh, outgoing. Somehow, somehow, I'll make you tell me.
1: I got even money that says I won't, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. But anyway, um, but I just want it for. I, again, I use, I do do some, uh, um, content creation and work on my iPad, but around the house here primarily it's content consumption mm-hmm. and you know it's just something to hang on and, and, and walk around. like because the magazines I subscribe to on the iPad which I can't get on my Kindle I would get them on my Kindle if I could but um you know that's that's what I use it for as I'm reading I'm watching videos and yes I watch videos of, about stuff about computers folks we've established this I am a geek that's the reason I'm the co-host of the geekiest show ever but Beside the fact. And that, and I felt sorry for Mark. But the um, that's something else I asked for. I really, there wasn't a whole lot that I wanted that was exciting. I mean, I asked for little stuff. Uh, when it comes to geek stuff, I think it's well known that you and I are both geeks for trains. Mm-hmm. And I put in there, I wanted, I collect the Hallmark. Do you have Hallmark down in Australia? Yes. Okay. Hallmark here in the United States issues every year a Lionel Collectible Train Ornament or Ornaments. Mm-hmm. And I've got every one of them since they started the collection in 1998.
0: Wow. You're as insane as my mother. She goes and buys all those, all those collectible Christmas things, but she doesn't buy the trains. She buys, like, the Santa Clauses and the little houses and all that kind of stuff. Oh, we,
1: well, we actually have, um, and you saw it last year a little bit, uh, the one Christmas tree that's up down here in the family room has all of our Hallmark collectible ornaments on it that we've gotten mm-hmm. over 20 some odd years that Patty and I have been together, 27 years, I think it is now. So um, we have all that. But the train ornaments were usually, they're kind of heavy because they're metal and they're kind of heavy. And they would always, on an artificial tree, they'd pull the branches down. So this year, when I was traveling uh, for vacation, I went into a Christmas store and found what they call an ornament display tree, which I had seen them before, but I had never been able to find one that I thought was reasonably priced. Well, I finally found one. So this year, upstairs as a uh, decoration on the sideboard, I've got this little tree, and I put a picture. I posted a picture on Twitter of it, and Mark can grab it out of the uh, Twitter feed. Um of the tree it's about two and a half feet tall and it's got all the little train ornaments hanging on it oh, cool so they're clearly displayed and i was looking to see because i knew i was missing one or two i'm not missing them but they weren't in with the group that i got out and some of these had never been opened since i got them for christmas i had unwrapped them said yep that's what i wanted and then put them away waiting for a chance to open them and hang them up i found out a couple of these things are worth like a hundred bucks now wow because there were some that were like limited editions and stuff like yep. that. But they're really cool. So that's the other big... That's really the only big things I've asked for for Christmas. I, you know, I kind of tend to buy the stuff that I want. Um, yeah, I,
0: I do the same thing. It, it, Griddle finds it really hard to buy me gifts. And what I actually do is I buy stuff all year round. And I think I, I've told you before, Kevin, probably said it on the show. And I put it in a massive move-in box. So I, I buy it when the price is right, when it's cheap, 20% off, 50% off, whatever it may be. And then it goes in the box as soon as it comes in. And then Gretel just goes and, and it's like a lucky dip draw um, as to what she finds in the box and gives me. So it's still stuff I want, but it's just been in the box and she pulls it out. and So it's still a surprise, but I kind of know what I'm getting, if that makes sense. Although, i got to be quite honest, I do forget what's in the box
1: well, that's good and bad, yeah. oh, I did the other thing that I asked for, for as far as geeks, and I think most geeks appreciate this, whether it's the physical version or an electronic version. There's always some movies I want you know there's usually d v d collections or something like that that I want, like the Star Trek uh compilation of all the movies. I think it's on Amazon right now for twenty nine dollars It's the first seven or eight. I can't remember got
0: it very cool,
1: yeah, um even the blu-ray is not a whole lot more and
0: i I did i got the dvd instead the blu-ray just because i saved i think it was at the time fifteen dollars and you know look i've got a 32 inch tv i mean if you did end up with the big tv you'd have to be thinking "Mm, maybe blu-ray um but for 32 inches there's not a massive amount of detail difference between the blu-ray and the dvd uh it looks pretty damn good dvd and you know, Gretel will let me buy new gear and new stuff all the time if I go the, s- the smaller, cheaper ranges of things. So I've kind of learned now, don't aim for the big 60-inch TV. Go half the size and a quarter of the price, and she's there. She'll say, sure, no worries. But she doesn't...
1: Uh, I she's, think Gretel needs to talk to my wife. Maybe she can convince her of that, and then I'll upscale mine on, on you know, <laughs> larger. But, uh... Oh, the Iron Man trilogy.
0: I want that on disc. Yep. Try and get the one where it's got the digital copy as well because that digital copy is an iTunes digital copy. I don't know about you, but I don't like the Ultraviolet digital copies because they don't link in with iTunes and the Apple TV too easily. Kevin, let me ask you, because you you mentioned, and and this is in in relation to getting the the digital version of movies on on, on, uh, Ultraviolet, But also, it's related to, you mentioned before about how you subscribe to some magazines. You wish that they were on the Kindle, but they're only on the iPad. Do you feel that there's too many different devices and we're putting information or or subscribing to things on all these different things, but we're not concentrating on one thing? Do you ever feel like you get lost? Like if you sit down and go, oh, I want to read... Oh, where is it? Is it in physical book? Is it on my iPad? Is it on my Mac? Is it on my Kindle? Do you find with so many different products that you get a little bit lost in the the different ways that you need to play it? Because it and the reason why I bring it up, let's go let's go back thirty years and we had yes, Kevin, we're going back thirty years. You don't you don't have to, you know, try to be younger. You you were younger back then. Now, (laughs) if if you look at it, magazines, mail order, or go to the newsagent's shop, you know, that's where you'd pick it up and you'd pick it up a a physical copy. Music, you had your choice of LP, you had your choice of cassette, and you had your choice of CD. Movies, pretty much you had VHS or not at all. It it was just sort of theatre or wait for it to come to TV. Now we've got the google store we've then got the itunes store we've then all, all the different big box stores seem to have their their own stores um you know like i was looking at the ultraviolet stuff and we, we've got a store out here in new zealand i don't know if they've gone international uh, yet but it's called jb hi-fi it's basically where we get our music and dvds and and stuff like that and they sell Apple gear and all that kind of stuff. They're a multi-purpose entertainment hub. Let's just put it this way. I go in there and i lose myself for hours. Um, Gretel <laughs> knows where to find me. Um, and it, the prices are expensive, but you know, I import stuff, so it doesn't matter. I just look for what I want. Then I go, ooh, okay, I'll look on my phone. Yep, there we go. Fish pond order, done. Um But do you feel that there's too much diversity in in the equipment that we've got that we're somewhat losing a connection with the actual content that we're wanting to consume? Because I've gone back to now where I don't buy music on iTunes, I only buy CDs, and I'm literally re-buying all the albums that I bought on iTunes over the last few years back on CD again, Um, because... I've got so much music that it was just going into this constant mix, but I didn't know where it was. And then I'd forget about it. I'd forget about this killer (laughs) album that I got. And then it's like three or six months later, I'd come across it when I was just flicking through the list and go, ah, man, that's cool. And then I'd forget about it for another three
1: months. Well, yeah, no, sometimes I'm not a big, uh, uh, clearly established, I still buy DVDs and I rip them myself and keep them in the lowest common denominator and then disperse them in the way I want. Um, I don't want to bloat my iTunes library with movies off the Apple store, out of the iTunes store. It just seems, you know, and, and, and the prices are okay. But when I can get something physical in my hand for roughly the same price as what I pay for a digital download and then I'm stuck with it being only in iTunes? I don't that,
0: that's, know. A, that's a tough seller, yeah. I, I, look, I do the same thing. That, so do, it's great for iTunes much. Uh, what, I, what I really like is having that digital copy with the physical DVD or physical Blu-ray. Uh, you know, it was great when I got uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. I got the Blu-ray edition, and it came with the iTunes digital copy. Now I was thinking, oh, okay, they're just going to give me the movie. No, I got the iTunes extras as well, which it has all the making of and everything. So, if I want to watch that on my computer, great. I've got everything just as if I had the Blu-ray put in the drive. It's absolutely wonderful. They need more of that.
1: Yeah, no, I under- yeah, that makes sense. Although and you gotta you be careful. To rip it. It. Well, then you don't. But you don't want to get bitten by that. Uh... Thing like our friend Alice oh, did, the where she date, bought in.
0: That really, really sucks. How there's an expiry date on that? That is just that sucks. Be-
1: yeah, I- how do you run out of a digital download? I know. It, how it, the hell it, do you run out?
0: It's insane. But what, what what I think is worse is that you know there's no one in a store going through and looking at the dates, going, "Oh, we've got to send this one back because it's running out of date, or we've got to sell it cheaper because it expires next week." You know, it, it's a yeah. real... It's a dumbass system. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And I look at it this way. I, I'm prepared to pay a premium, throw extra money, make it a little bit more expensive. I'll pay that. That I don't care about. But don't restrict on how long I have to, to redeem it. Because if you don't buy it day one, or if you buy it two years after release, well, I'm sorry, but two years after it's been sitting on the shelf... In, in your local DVD shop, well, you are able to download that then.
1: Yeah, I know. And that's just, that's absolutely, and they, they offered her, you know, she got... Uh, they, they offered her different th- stuff,
0: didn't didn't
1: they? Was, yeah, it, she got, was it District 9, or what was that movie called? District 9. 9's awesome. awesome yeah, movie. District 9, that's what she bought. Well, the digital download had expired, and they offered her the Smurfs.
0: Now, look, really? i, I, I got to say, I love the Smurfs, but they've got absolutely nothing to do with District 9.
1: I, the Smurfs, I just want to step on them. Sorry. <laughs> Not I Smurf make, Ed
0: and Papa Smurf. No.
1: I just want to make little blue squishy spots out of them. So, Poor little I'm sorry. Smurfs. No, The Smurfs annoy me. They, they they fall in the same category as that stupid dinosaur Barney.
0: Yeah, Barney I, I can't do, but the Smurfs are fine.
1: No, I hate the Smurfs.
0: Hell of a but lot anyway. better than Honey Boo Boo.
1: No, right about the same class. Um. <laughs> no, not even close. There's a little Smurfette inside of Honey Boo Boo. Kevin? There's Painter paint her blue and you'll see what happens.
0: you ru- you ruining the Smurfs for me.
1: Well, Haven't you like ruined
0: enough in my life already?
1: It's not like the Klingons, so we just have to, you know... We have to soldier forward. The (laughs) Klingons. I tell that story a lot to people, by the way. Anyway.
0: You're a sad, sick individual.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Anyway. um, But I was going to suggest, too, if if you've got geeks that you need to buy gifts for, maybe you're not a geek. I don't know why you're listening to the show, other than maybe for the pure entertainment of two idiots talking to one another. But, um... One of the things that I think is always a good gift, and I, I bet Mark can even guess where I'm going with this. True to the Month Club. No.
0: But it's the gift that keeps on giving.
1: No, no. It is, guess what it is. Can we guess? The no button. Oh, a USB stick. Yes. I mean, they've come down tremendously in price. I've seen in the sales here in the last couple weeks. 128-gig uh, SSD drives for $50, and I think I saw one for 47 or $45. You don't know how much restraint I had to exercise not to go buy one. Yeah. I have no use for it, but I was going to buy it anyway.
0: Very cool. And, you know, it's not only USB drives, but USB gadgets. Like, Gretel came across one of these USB refrigerators, and, and she said to me, oh, would you like that so you can put your can and drink in there? And I'm like, yeah... Yeah, no, not really, because I probably wouldn't in the end.
1: Yeah, I've seen that, But it's kind of cool. Uh, Well, especially if the listeners go over to, not that they're an advertiser with this hint, hint, they could be, uh, thinkgeek.com. There
0: we go. Uh, Think Geek. Guys, if you're listening, come across, pay us money. I'll start editing the show so that we sound better.
1: There you go. What more endorsement could you ask for? Mark will actually get off his lazy keister and do something.
0: I won't get off my keister. I'll sit here, but my, my brain will play ping pong.
1: All right, so your digital keister will get up and move. Anyway, and I just got the thought of your keister being digitized and how much RAM that would take. Anyway, the um. so here I, we go. I, I was just thinking of how many pixels it would need. Yeah, I don't think the screens are wide enough for mine. Anyway, the... Uh, <laughs> Um, but anyway, you know, there's a lot of good gifts there. I would encourage listeners if they do need to buy something for their, geek, you can, you, you can usually narrow it down and that's kind of where I was going with the train thing, you know, train stuff, you know, people that are trained geeks like Mark and I, you can buy stuff. Um, gift cards are always acceptable for most geeks, uh, because they will go buy their favorite thing or use them mm-hmm. for other things. So that's always acceptable. But, um. You know, sometimes that unique little gift, like I've given unique USB gadgets. um, uh, I can't remember where I got it from. I had a, I think it was perpetualkid.com, I think is the one. They have all kinds of unique little geeky gifts and stuff like that. Like they have a pencil sharpener. I may have talked about this on the show. It's a pencil sharpener that looks like a cat with its tail sticking straight up. But you shove the pencil, you shove the pencil in its butt and turn it sharp in the pencil.
0: <laughs> uh, so, okay, so geeks, geeks laugh at that. Normal people right. just look at us weird and go, "What in the hell are you laughing at?"
1: Oh no, no, my my entire family found that amusing. Just like the uh, pooping Santa. Uh, there's a Santa Claus. It looks like he's got his pants pulled down. He's like he's going to the bathroom. Yep. But when you push his head, jelly beans fall out his butt. Oh, okay. What?
0: I t- <laughs> imagine if you had the black jelly beans.
1: <laughs> he he actually came with black and brown jelly beans.
0: Oh, and then when you have to refill him, he just has a, a rainbow of colours. Oh, rainbow rainbow of flavours. Rainbow uh, poo. Rain- oh no, Santa rain- poo. Ra- uh, it's like unicorn poo. Oh my god. Yeah. My god. Uh, we 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 have have gone. And hit rock bottom, Kevin. We're talking about Santa's poo and unicorn's poo. And next we'll be talking about Rudolph's poo on his, on his way around the world.
1: There you go. You just got to watch it. Oh, that's something else I'd mentioned to the listeners that uh, my whole family gets a treat out of uh, NORAD.com this time of year. Um, it's where you, it tracks Santa as he goes around the world every year at Christmas. Um, but leading up to Christmas, they have different games. That you can go and NORAD is the North American Air Defense Agency.
0: Yeah, I was thinking, why are they tracking Santa? What is he, a terrorist?
1: Well, you know, we got you know it's an object flying over, and we'll invade our airspace. You know, it's not like when we're bombing Australia. But no. <laughs> But for Kevin, you do know that Santa
0: isn't real. What? He's not real. He he's make believe. Uh-huh. He, he's a phony. Why? Yeah. No, he is. I I I swear to you, he is. He's a big, big fat phony. N O. N-O. <sighs> he is. He's a phony. And you
1: know, it's it, fun, I, I remember. Uh, I always the, the way I always think of it is Santa is the spirit of giving. As long as you believe in the spirit of giving, you believe in Santa.
0: Isn't that sweet? And on that note, listeners, we will call an end to Geekiest Show Ever this week, because I, I think that's a nice way to end the show. So yes, cute. It's so, right. so nice. Uh, i have to actually tell the kids that one. I like that one, Kevin. Uh, you know what? We, we didn't get around to holiday movies this week, but we'll certainly talk about holiday movies next week, because... Uh, Kevin and me share a favourite. We really do. And, ooh, speaking of which, I've got to get that holiday movie to you in the mail that I haven't done yet. Yeah, I keep forgetting to do things.
1: Yeah, we got to figure that one out because of the region encoding. Not that we have to oh, I'm just going to put it
0: on a USB stick.
1: Ah, uh, okay.
0: So I'll put it on USB and send it to you. That way, Gretel bought a, a packet of USB sticks the other day, so I'll, I'll pick a colour for you. I don't know what colour, but... Pink! Pink! <laughs> If they've got a pink, it's yours.
1: Okay, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I, it really doesn't bother me. That before we go, I'll mention that one thing that's curious. Uh, our friend Gaz, uh, Gazmas,
0: um, he's already he, falling asleep. Kevin, don't worry. We, oh, we'll a, mention it on next week's show at the beginning.
1: Well, he he likes <laughs> the. He bought a pink uh, iPod Shuffle. He said, "Because he knew nobody else would want it, so it'd be nobody would take the
0: thing." <laughs> actually, interestingly, uh, I, I bought my daughter the the iPod Nano for Christmas, uh, and it's in the purpley color. Um, I had it engraved as well, which uh, looks really, really nice. I actually opened it and had a peek at it to make sure that they engraved it properly.
1: Couldn't wait. Could.
0: Well, I, I had to make sure it was right and it looked good and, you know, it's her first iPod. She's been bugging me for about three months to get an iPod and, uh, she's as nuts about music as I am. She loves dancing and singing. She's, uh, seven going on eight and, uh, I've just got to remember when I set up the iPod to, uh, actually put the volume limiting, uh, function on in iTunes yeah. to make sure that even if she does turn it up all the way, it's only like halfway or three quarters or, or whatever it is. So uh, and anyway, enough of that, Kevin. We've got to say goodbye to the listeners. Goodbye, listeners. Kevin, where can you be found if they care and they probably don't and Gaz has already fallen to sleep and probably everyone else has anyway?
1: Well, the quickest way to find me or get a hold of me is over on Twitter or app.net. I am in there a little bit more at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A and I was thinking about taking out the underscores but it annoys Allison so I'm just leaving it annoys them in. me too then another reason for me to leave them in um, anyway so uh, you can find me there uh, I even have you can hit me up on Google plus uh, uh, plus Kevin Alder uh, you can also go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder and find any links to some other stuff that I'm into
0: cool And anything related to me, simply head across to markgreentree.com. There's not much been happening over there lately because I've been too busy with everything else in life. Uh, But, you know, there'll be the occasional thing that I'll put up there. Something interesting. And, uh, yeah. Just go across anyway. It's fun. You can find something. Look through the archive. I don't know what you'll find, but... You know what? If you find something interesting, let me know so that I know that there's something interesting (laughs) there I can plug. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, listeners, thank you for listening, putting up with us yet again. It's been a pleasure. Until next week, take care.
1: And don't forget, between now and next week, to Hug a Geek. Curious about Nintendo? Well, check out the Nintendo Club podcast. This podcast is done twice a week. We dive into all things Nintendo. We dive into retro. We dive into current games, what we're playing, what cool Nintendo news is going on. Check it out here at the Spotlight Network, the Nintendo Club podcast. We broadcast this live out every Sunday evening starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. Check out the nintendoclubpodcast.com website for more information.